Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Takers Snapshot podcast. Joining me this evening is Timbo Slice. Hello there. And Mr. Darren Granger. Hello there. Are you both okay? Yeah, good. Thanks. You okay? Cool. No one cares about Darren. Let's stir Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my mum now. <laughs> we know you love you, really. Yeah. I don't think I even said words, Seb. No, you didn't. <laughs> you knew you felt the sentiment, though, didn't you? I knew what you meant. I've spent enough time around <laughs> you. <laughs> Speak um, fluent stroke victim. <laughs> um, so this evening, we're just going to have a chat about the upcoming Taker Open, um, a little bit on the newly spoiled cards. And we're just going to touch on a bit of a cut for the um, Lone Star Open, because last week it was still being played as we were recording. So, you know. Anyway, so straight. So start with the Sift Taker Open. Uh, we'll get the bad news out of the way. Uh, sadly, the um, bar has hasn't got a license. There's been some sort of problem changing it over or something. Um, so that, so we won't be able to drink for the. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Sad news, guys. There's no booze element this weekend. There you go. No booze. <laughs> it's been transferred over and it's not quite ready yet. Uh, other than that, if you are coming, it'd be really helpful if you signed up to the um, Tabletop TO page. I think Tim has posted it somewhere. Yeah, I've shared it on our Facebook page. Uh, I've posted, I think, up on the Facebook event page, Stockport X-Wing Group. Um, so, yeah, it'd be really useful to get people to not just sign up, uh, but actually submit your lists and obstacles so that... Um, our judges can obviously, you know, potentially start checking lists, but so we can have all the lists up there for round one. I hate, oops, I hate uploading my obstacles. It's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I, I just take the same three every time. It's, uh, it's the, uh, the three debris from, I want to say, the decimator. But... Is this just so you can pretend you're still playing a decimator? Yeah. It's also because <laughs> one of the packs, I forget which one it is, but one of the packs. Uh, between that and out, the Outrider had three big debris and one has three small debris, so I just take all three big ones. That's just the L-shaped one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Totally off subject, but what makes you bring debris over anything else? Um, so I tend to fly swarms, as you know, um, and my swarms do not want to land on rocks. Um, I find that gas clouds favour other list builds more than my swarms uh and i can handle the stress like if one or two of them like you've seen me fly like three banks and five forwards straight through the debris clouds i'll take the stress if i have to just to get a good block or something like that in. um and the fact that i probably only take damage on a one in eight um for the loss of the action is on a three agility ship is acceptable and that's kind of my thought of it um, i mean yeah, the good. only game that I've played recently, I've used the debris clouds, but that's for only one reason, really, and it's two words: Count Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, so I had a um, Kyber game against uh, Liam the, the, uh, last night, and uh, he, he brought rocks, and I actually managed to land on a, on a rock twice in that game. Um, but yeah, it's like the debris. Like, I don't care if I land on it. You know, if I misjudge it, worst case, I take stress. And actually, it's probably in like the Aces matchup. It's actually really useful to have them stressed. Um, so you know, it's, uh, who's yeah. Liam? You know, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming it's some guy he's met on the internet. Yeah, 
he doubly, he doubly screwed me in, in our in our Kyber pool as well because not only did he beat me, but he lost to the other guy. So because of that, the other guy finished second. I finished third in the pool because we the three of us finished all on two one. So yeah, cheers, Ian. <laughs> Look, let him have his moment because once we start playing in real life again, remember that he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Is anyone decided on the list they're going to be flying for the Sift Taker Open? Uh, who's, mm. who's willing to stay? I mean, I I, I genuinely probably haven't. Um, so I have got the Talk or Swarm packed in, in my bag. Um, but I think we were just chatting before we came on. Um, having played like four games at Board and Brum. Um, and also I, I, I see the Sift Taker Open as a bit more of a um, sort of celebration with like, lots of our friends and people we know from like you know the competitive scene over lockdown like playing online with you know tin squadron coming up tontons coming over and, and obviously like you know a few others uh, it's gonna be really good to have a drink with them isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm, I'm yeah, thinking i might just bring a bit of a, a smaller list and just yeah more importantly chris burnett from the tins is bringing up lovely lovely proper cornish pasties for everyone the users target locks <laughs> i mean you can do but i plan on eating mine Fair enough. <laughs> Although those are quite popular, probably my favourite target locks on tabletop deal. No, no, on TTS. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be interesting to kind of see people. I know we've got people coming across from Ireland. I don't think people are coming across from continental Europe now just because of the Rona is still a thing and the UK's on quite a lot of red flags, not just for, you know, Rona, but for numerous things. Um I know we've had some uh, people, I think they're from Denmark, um, say they can't come anymore who are planning on coming. Are they from yeah. Denmark? Was it was it Chris, the guy that took yeah, yeah. Uh, Pintar out last year? Yep. And, yeah. and, and destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a shame, really, with some things getting cut down. But it is what it is at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it'll still be a fun event, and it'll still be good to kind of see people. Like, even when I went to Board in Brum a couple of weeks ago now, it was just nice to be in a room with fellow nerds. Like, <laughs> admittedly, I had a mask on, so I couldn't smell them. Um, but, like, it was just nice just to be around familiar faces and things like that, and just, just chatting about the game that we know and love. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to a lot of the people who we've been chatting to over lockdown meeting up. Um, yeah. a lot like the Tonton Squadron, obviously. I know we mention them a lot, but we we chat to them quite a lot, don't we? Yeah, and I know we're on a bit of a downer because uh, we just found out about the whole you know, alcohol license thing. But there <laughs> is like a pub across the road, so I'm sure at some like straight after the games are done, we can just wander across there and grab some tables and have some drinks. Well, I've just posted up in our committee chat and i would certainly say if you're coming to the event um just in and you do want to perhaps have a drink on the saturday night uh, i mean the friday night i imagine i know we were talking about going out for a meal or whatever um but we probably have some drinks at, you know at that beef eater uh, across the road um but certainly the saturday night i think we've got enough time that we could possibly look at trying to book somewhere and maybe if people want to come out for a few drinks um we'll see if we can find somewhere we can go and have a bit of socialise. So don't, yeah, don't be down. We will, we will try and find something. That yeah. sounds like you've just agreed to do that. On, yeah, yeah. Now, now you're going to arrange that. Thanks, Tim. I know. 
You're too good to us. Would you go to like um, Obley Manor? Could do. Uh, I'll message Mrs. D and just see. <laughs> Get the fancy glasses out. The excellent nerds. Are we entertaining a small crowd? <laughs> Get your um. Let's see. He's got that pillow of one of the one eight six. Can't remember who it was now. Uh, I think Alex, Je- Alex Burtwood. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that just, that bit just got cut out. <laughs> Tim's yeah. writing the numbers yeah. down now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, done. <laughs> right. Shall we? Uh, shall we move on to some of the spoiled cards for the upcoming releases? Yeah, why not? There's not much more to say on the open until it's happened, and I've won it. <laughs> what are you taking them, Ben? You never said. I think I'm just going to take a Malara Swarm because I'm a filth monger. Yeah, that's fair. I'm probably just going to end up flying um, Jizz, Django Zam, um, but, just because it's, you know it. it's in my case, and um, it's what I took to board and Brom, and it's really the only thing I've put on the tabletop at all. I've not really played that much in the last year or so. So, um, But now I'm not going to be drunk. I might take something more kind of adventurous. See, half the reason for wanting to take thinking about taking the Malastrom is one, there's not a lot of upgrade cards with it. So I don't have to worry about remembering a lot of triggers because I thought I was going to be drunk. I mean, I may still have a hangover. But also if I do do badly it's hyperspace legal, and I don't have to pack another list for the next day. Yeah, see, if I don't make comp, <laughs> I'm probably not going to play the second day. I'll probably just thin out a little bit early, to be honest. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. You don't want to embarrass yourself by coming last twice. Uh, well, normally I come first, but that's an entirely different thing, not related to X-Wing. Anyway, <laughs> after another thing that's been cut from Darren. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's going to stay, and that's going to get a ch at the end of it. <laughs> you can't really do a tumbleweed on a podcast, can you? Yeah. <laughs> right, so we've got... Uh, I'm just going to go down, and, and they're not in any particular order. So we've got one of the new Y-Wing pilots, Spoil, which is Liga Fossang, maybe? But whatever, it's Initiative 3. Uh, and it's while you perform a primary attack or a turret attack, you may reroll one attack dice for each friendly device or calculating friendly ship in arc. What did we think about that then? I think I'm going to quickly bring up Atomic Mass Games' website to read that again because it doesn't make it. It's dead wordy. A lot of yeah. them are now wordy, aren't they? Yeah. So with the calculating thing, um, there is an upgrade card that gives the ships calculate as well as obviously they have the. Um, they're the, the chassis ability, which gives them the red. No, it's after you perform an action. You can perform... God, I can't talk today. I don't know what's wrong with me. <sighs> anyway, after you perform an action, added to your action bar by a upgrade... No, a, what is it? Pilot skill. Oh, my word. Talent. Someone else read it, because I've gone to just absolute sausage. <laughs> this is a terrible episode. This is just phoning oh. it in. I've just, I don't know what's happened to me. I just suddenly can't talk. <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think it's because I, I usually have a cup of coffee with me while uh, 
Right, so are we talking about League of Fossang? That's the one. So, while you perform a primary or turret attack, you may reroll one attack die for each friendly device or calculating friendlyship in the attack arc. So, what gives them calculates? The ship ability. Yeah, so after you perform an action... So, you've got to put an upgrade on it from a mod, a talent, or an illicit... To then, so you'd get a white calculate action. I think it's more that like you can link from it. So if you put like engine upgrade on or something like that, it gives you the white uh, boost. So you can do the white boost and then a uh, calculate action, and because it's not got a color with it, it'll also be white. So it's it's like a linked white action. Oh, uh, well, no, because. Is the action added to its action bar? So if you put engine upgrade on it, it's not added to the action bar because the action's already there. It just makes it a different colour. I'm not, I'm just I'm not actually sure off the top of my head. I'd have to actually look whether it adds or changes because it might just be that the... I'm going to have to look now. If the upgrades, if it's just a requirement to have um, a boost... It is. You have to have a red boost. Yeah, but... I'm just going to try and find it. Sometimes it adds one, doesn't it? Modification. So, engine upgrade. No, so engine upgrade, it, one of the restrictions is you have to have a red boost, but then it adds a white evade. Uh, a white boost, sorry. So if, even if you've got engine upgrade and for some reason you want the stress, you could still use the red boost. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, bit of one of those weird rules. Yeah, it does sound weird, but yeah, it it, so it basically it sounds very limited in its application. Uh, from a shipability, what was the the configuration loadout for it? The is it wartime loading? Wartime loadout. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But uh, so that adds, so that gives your white target lock. And I'm guessing a white ro- uh, reload. Yeah. So that gets rid of your um, the the ship ability, though, doesn't it? Yeah. So you replace the ship ability. Yeah. So again, it's it's pointless. Yeah. But there is. So if you just move on to the next card, there is an illicit that during the system phase, if you're not stressed, you may spend one charge to gain. Three calculate tokens. So there is a way of spending sort of an illicit to get a load of. Cal- yeah. So the, the the illicit slot I really really like. Um, it's not limited. Hopefully, it's pointed competitively, and it probably will be to make people buy it. But like, I really like it for Bosk. Mm. Um, especially with things like that we've seen the shenanigans as of late with things like Jabba the Hut and um, Cutthroat being able to recharge it. Um, oh, that's filth! I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, because you basically you pop it, um, you spend a charge to get three calculate, and then you just full stop. And you're not even bothered about the strain because you don't roll any dice anyway. Exactly, uh, and it's during the end phase that you take the strain. So then you just do a white, uh, a green move, uh, like a blue move forwards. That's nasty. Yeah. I like that. Um, being able to shoot twice, all of a sudden you've got 
a green token for one or two attacks and for your defense if you ever bothered. <laughs> like, it's a great card, and I think that with Jabber or with Cutthroat is, is fantastic. Um, but it's also nice for things like a, Benar- uh, a Benari Pirate with, um, because you can, you can take it and then do a K-term. And you've got yeah. you've got to calculate, and then get anything anyway. You're not that bothered, yeah. are you? And then you, um, if you've not spent all of your calculate, guess what? You're doing a blue move next turn anyway because you're already stressed. I, th- I think that's a really really good card. It's the one that I've been excited about from this pack. The only thing is, though, just uh, if you don't spend any of those calculate tokens, you'll take three strength. You'll get three strength. Yeah, mm. it's not so bad. Yeah. It's not like you're taking three stress for it. If it was stress, no. it would be an entirely different thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I do like it. I especially like it on Bosco now. Now you've mentioned it, I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be really good on um, Boba Fett. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people mention on um, there. I'd be scared of taking the strains on Boba. Um, well, no, because it's only if you've not spent not spent them. But Boba Fett kind of getting two or three shots going into him with the rerolls and things that he's got. Are you going to realistically be able to spend two calculate a turn? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I'd still like it. I'd just be a bit more... With Bosk, it's like no consequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it is useful as well for things like... Um, turns that you're going to do a red move, I don't think it's necessarily useful for... I mean, I say that, but you could, in theory, again, with Bosk, pop it and then do a um, a reinforce. Like, don't do a red move. Do a, do a blue move. Do a reinforce. So you've got a reinforce and three calculate. It just means that that reinforce is going to cost you a, um, a strain. Because you're not going to be able to remove it. I think there's definitely room for this card depending on its points. Yeah. No, I think that's going to be good. Proper got me thinking there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be useful. I'm trying to think of other places that it could be good. Um, well, whatever could take an illicit slot, basically. I, I think it's. Like the, the Falcons. Yep. Can't think of anything else, really. Obviously, most of Scum. I mean, think about um, Han Solo with this and the Millennium Falcon title. He can pop it and then be able to um, take an evade. So he's got offensive and defensive modifications. It's got a lot of use. Yeah, no, I like it. You sold it to me. I'm sold. Aww. Good. <laughs> ten points. <laughs> you can have ten ten points. It will not be ten points. They're worth nothing. It'll be. It won't be ten points. It will be ten points on its like second points iteration. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely be cheap. Yeah. 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 So next one we've got is watchful astromech. So after you perform a reload or a um, rotate action. If you're in an enemy ship's firing arc, you may perform a red calculate action. I quite like that. 
just for the rotate action, really. And it's also not faction locked, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. If you perform a, so what's got reload and rotate? Skurgs. I, I, I prefer it for the rotate action, to be honest. Yeah, so it's it's useful, it's useful on things like a um, what we thinking. So it's why wings, Skurgs. I mean, I think you're probably going to see it on Y-Wings more than anything. I suppose you've got the underslung blasters on... Um, P-70s. The, yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's a terrible upgrade in itself. Yeah, it is, it is a terrible... Unless you've got Venny and you're trying yeah. to do something weird and silly, but... Yeah. Even I mean, with Venny, I don't think it's that great, to be honest. It's not a bad upgrade. I just... Is it like again? It comes back to how many points is it, and like what, what, what exactly can it go on? I think it's Y wings, really. I don't. I can't think of anything else you would put it on. Realistically, but then is it going to be better than like? Uh, I'm trying to think of some other. The only other one you tend to see on Y wings is the is it the R four to make your um, blues better. Turns. Yeah, but you've also got like a um, the double lock one. Like depending on what what its points are. Um, yeah, the double lock one's useful if you carry an ordnance, and this thing's got something to do with a reload. So yeah, you, I don't. You, you are like hardly ever gonna see this on a on an X wing. Like you're just not. No, because no, it's not worth it. Like it, it would be a T seventy with a underslung blaster thing. You you're not gonna see it. No, you're not paying for that. Then as well, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So will it see much play? No, possibly not. Like I'm trying to think of ships that it would go well with. Possibly, is there some synergy there with R2D2 in the Republic? Because he's got some calculation anagans, hasn't he? Uh, I don't think you can put a astromech on that ship. Oh no, you can't. Because he is the astromech. You can put a crew yeah. in. There. So I can't see much of it myself. Yeah, um, no. Like there so- might be something that comes out that makes it really good. But I can't see anything at the moment that makes me go, yeah, that that is the thing. Because it's again, it's a red calculate action. Yeah, uh, if it was, I, I just can't see people paying for it. Maybe if it's like one or two points, maybe. Yeah, and if it gives you the options, you just lob it on, think whatever. Yeah, it gives you the option of taking spare parts canister. Yeah. Anyway, like the the. The the inbuilt ship ability lets you perform a white action. If you like, if it's going to be two or three points, I'd rather spend two or three points on a talent illicit or a modification that adds something to my action bar, so I can use the ship ability. And it's a white calculate. Yeah, I think that's going to kill it. Is a red action in it because the yeah. the blues are the best anyway. Yeah, yeah. We've also got a uh, another droid. Which is resistance only, called was it L4 E R5, which looks like layers, is it? 
I was going to say, let's call him Laser. Laser. Yeah. Something weird, anyway. <laughs> this one seems a bit more interesting. So, this um, at the start of the engagement phase, you may transfer one calculate token to a friendly ship in your arc. But I feel like the better thing it does is gives you a, a rotate into a white calculate. Yeah. Um, which yeah, is pretty but... much the same as the other one, except you don't have to meet as much criteria and it's still white. Because the other one, you also have to be in a ship's firing arc to perform the red action. You do, and, and that's. But you also like the other one could potentially go on another ship. Um, like I'm not sure what I'm trying to think of. Like even this one for a resistance, what it, 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 it can only go on the Y wing. Is that? Just check them right. That that's the the rotate action. Does it? Is it saying that it has to have the rotate action already? Yeah, yeah. yeah so it has to have the rotate already. So the Y wing doesn't have the rotate built in. Um, Does it not? No, you only get the rotate with the turret. spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it will be it will be added to its action bar. So you kind of. I'm not. That's right. Just checking. I wasn't yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have to take the Y wing and take a turret. Yeah. I yeah. do I do like it though. Um I mean token passing is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you're taking a Y wing, you're gonna stick a turret on it anyway, if you're not putting ordnance on it. I think I think I think there's some overlap with that droid and the the pilot we spoke about to begin with. Because if you're um passing a calculate token uh to a friendly ship in your firing arc. Well, when you perform a primary or turret attack, you can re-roll an attack die for each friendly device or calculating friendly ship in the attack arc. So there's some synergy there that you kind of you're handing off that calculate, but you're gaining a re-roll for yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that's why they obviously shared them all at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just struggling to like. We know that the resistance has got a lot of kind of synergies with rerolls and things like that, like Finn and Rose and Jess Parver, all good with kind of rerolls and passive mods built in. And uh, they've got like a cheap um, crew in the form of C3PO to get double calculates. Is this going to be strong enough to kind of impact that? Maybe, like at the end of the day. If it's point pointed competitively enough, we could see this Y wing replace uh, a T seventy in that kind of four or five ship resistance squad to I give it. Another option. I can't see you flying more than two at the moment, from what I've seen. Um, I, I have I certainly haven't ordered a second box of this. I've ordered two. Have you? Yeah, I've just the one. It's Y wings. I know. I've got loads though. Yeah, but there's like we might be able to fly four of them if they bring back twin laser turrets. <laughs> I hope to God they don't. That's when we know the game's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, we're bringing back twin laser turrets and harpoon missiles. And we're like, oh, yep. 3.0's coming. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I've only ordered the two for now. Um, a lot, I feel like with um, a lot of the upgrades where your money's worth is coming from. Um, 
what I've seen for the Y-Wings up to now, although I will fly them for fun, I, I can't see them being tournament lists yet. Yeah, no, I can't. Like, I like this pilot in the Y-Wing better than the two that were spoiled like the week before, yeah. the Tezza and Sasha. Um, like, they, they're just, like, their pilot ability is a little bit... Tezza, I just cannot be bothered to read because it's to do with <laughs> if the defender is a ship friendly to the attacker in each of its side arcs and the attacker... Ma- it's like, it's too much text. Too much text. <laughs> like, it's too... Situa- it might be really, really good, um, but it's just too much situational text. Yeah. Um, are we talking about the Whisper as well, or...? Yeah, yeah, well, I've, got, I've got the card up ready. Well, so tragically... A... What's that, sorry, mate? I was going to say, tragically, it has been proved that the... Uh, um, the marketing photos are correct. There isn't yeah. an art printed on the front or the back of the whisper, which is uh, yeah, no uh, lines, is there? No. Make, make judge calls interesting. Yeah, I think what the well, I don't know whether they'll have time to do it or whether they'll be able to do it because I'm assuming this was all packed months and months ago, um, like they did with the uh, when the Republic first came out and they were like, Yeah, we messed up on that dial. Um, and they oh, yeah. two left card. turns, didn't they, or something? Yeah, two left turns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nope. can't bang. The ones, the ones that we have seen could be like pre-release ones that they send out early. It, it could have been spotted, and on the, the big release, you know, they might have changed it by then. Yeah, possibly. I think what they'll probably end up having to do is a... Um... Insert. Either an insert or when they bring out, like, you know, they've done with, like, the... Um, the card packs that have, the Hotshot Aces pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do a pack like that and they go, oh yeah, we'll give you a load of pilots for the Whisper as well. Or, or, or they'll just modify the rules and just take away its turret so it just has the bullseye. But you still need it because there's other ship abilities. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Outmaneuver. Like, well, how, how do you think of that? Yeah, mark it on yourself. Yeah. I mean, on the plus side, though, luckily, is all of a. Five, if we can just use another five base, they all have the bullseye on, don't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, every it's not like when the Kimagila first come out. You know, everything's got a bullseye. So, yeah, yeah. and I think that's the way you'll have to do it in tournaments for now. Just yeah. use something that's same pilot, uh, pilot skill level. Yeah, so it's not really a big. I mean, it's a bit disappointing that it's got all this way through the process and only just been noticed. Yeah, unless it has been spotted early, like saying before. Well, I suspect this was the uh, last pack that the FFG team did, and we're like, ah, "Screw you guys!" Hmm. Yeah, totally checked out at this point. We don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've been fired and made redundant, have we? Oh, okay. Yeah, this is all good to go. Yeah, you don't need to check it. <laughs> yeah, send it to print. This sounds like somebody else's problem. Yeah, this is a you problem. Let me know when it's a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um. <laughs> we've got, we've got a uh, initiative five, and um, so it's after you perform a bullseye attack, if you have one or more non-lock red or orange token, you may perform a bonus attack against a different target. Um, so obviously you can use the turret, so you could shoot someone in the front and the back, or you could shoot two people in the front arc as long as. You've got your turret pointed forwards. Um, yeah, so you've got to perform that bullseye attack first of all. Yeah. Um, but 
Does that work with... Um, doesn't matter. I was about to say, does it work with Foresight, but he's not a Force user, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that, like, that would have been filth. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How do we break it straight away? And then I went, oh no, it's not the ship abilities. You can't even use it on Kylo. Um, but it, it's not restricted to what the second attack is. So you can, in theory, use your missiles. You can fire your missiles out the butt. Um, you can... Um, do we think this will have... Oh, it will have a missile slot. So you could, in theory... Oh, that's horrible. Because <laughs> uh, that, that works with prockets. <laughs> so you could prockets attack and then primary attack. See what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. It have, the thing is, though, it's, it, it is into a different target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And it's very situational that you've got to have a non-lock red or orange token. So that means that they can have an ion. Which... Or a jam. A jam, which means they're not modifying it. The... A... I mean, you could have a stress. A stress, a deplete, a strain. A tractor. Yeah, that's that's about it, isn't it? I mean... I don't know if you remember, there is an upgrade so you can jam yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously there is a bit of synergy there, but again, that's that means you've got no mods for these two attacks. And one modded attack to me seems better than two unmodded. Well, you say that. You could jam yourself to begin with. No. There's no way of getting rid of it, that's the problem. So you can't you can't give it like a um a target lock or anything to yourself. No, I was trying to think of is there a way of because it's non-lock red orange token, because otherwise you just lock yourself basically. Yeah. Um you just lock from other squads. I mean you, there's probably some synergy with Hollow. Yeah. Maybe because he can hand stuff around. Um Yeah. I mean, the ship yeah. I, I think the ship's gonna be very interested. I'm I have I have bought two of these packs. Yeah, I've bought two as well. It's it, it's going to be an interesting one because of the... Um, have we had the configuration for it yet? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, for the, the fact that you can basically fly in, jam stuff, uh, jam yourself, and yeah. um, still get kind of little bits and bobs. Yeah, it makes that more interesting, doesn't it? The, um... It makes a low PS1 blocker interesting. Um, but yeah, it's certainly, it's not a traditional, like, fighter. It's, um, yeah, different to its, I'm trying to find the card now for its configuration. Um, it is actually in the, the Discord chat. Ah, okay. So, Um, has it been actually released by FF, by AMG, or is it one that we've just... No, no, yeah, yeah, it has been, uh, released... Um, where is it now? Da, 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 da. One second. So it is. There you go. So the config is enhanced jamming suite, and you can focus jam, barrel run, boost jam, or dust jam. It says while you jam, you can choose yourself or other friendly ship. Yeah, that's not been spoiled by AMG yet. 
That's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh well. Um, but yeah, the enhanced jamming suite on it for the configuration and the, the tech upgrade is very, very useful. Um, because yeah, it means that you can um, you can boost and jam. Is, have you seen this like a Google information in? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm in. Uh, yeah, so you can boost and yeah, yeah, I've got it. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I don't think Ben can. I can now. Oh, okay, there we go. It uh, went away for a second. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, so the enhanced jamming suite for it is great, and when AMG decide to share that piece of information, I'm sure people will love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's interesting. I, I, like I say, I'm very, um, really looking forward to the first Ardor ships. They, they seem really interesting. Yeah, it's not a traditional ace with the the two green dice i who knows like i hey i've not been playing this game very much at all recently so it might be amazing it might be terrible it might be somewhere in between probably be somewhere in between the ship looks cool as well that's one of the other bonuses it does look cool um it does look cool and kylo also got no go on I was just going to say Kylo with three force, but... Yeah. yeah, that's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. His pilot ability is super scary as well. Anyway. Um, so we've got the... I mean, that's been spelled on the internet as well. It's been all across the groups. It's been all over the internet, but... Technically I don't just... know where it... Yeah, it's not been officially spoiled, but it's been across all the Facebook groups. I can, I can safely say I'm not a playtester, and neither is anybody on the podcast, so... Nope. So I don't have to pretend I haven't got an NDA. What they call them NDA? NDA. That's right, yeah. Um so we've also got another uh tech upgrade, which is the tie whisper or tie silencer only. Um so this is sensor scrambler. So it looks like it might be a double sided card. I'm not sure though. Um it says gain one cloak token. While you are cloaked, other ships cannot acquire locks on you. During the end phase, if you are cloaked and there is an enemy ship at range 0-3, you must decloak. If you do, and that decloak fails, lose one cloak token. So that stops the shenanigans of purposely failing a decloak to keep your cloak token. Like, oh no, I tried to decloak off the board. Well, we <laughs> have to stay cloaked. <laughs> it, again, it's an interesting one. It's not a double-sided one. Um, Is it not? No, no, no. Uh, but for the so you you can take it on the silence. You can take it on the whisper. Um, again, it's is this going to be better than um, the tech that lets you boost while stressed? Uh, vector no. thrones. Is it? I mean, that's not very great on the whisper. It's hardly any stressful things to do with it. No, uh, I mean, is it going to be? Uh, I I don't know where this fits in. I'd have no. to. See made by someone good to understand like what it gives you so you can't acquire like you can't acquire they can't acquire locks on you like until they're at range three so really all that's doing is that stopping things like the the probe droids or that that popular ship that we see everywhere the e-wing um Yeah, uh, with it not having another side, I'm I'm a bit disappointed. I thought there might be something more interesting on the other side about maybe recloaking or something. No, no, no. It literally is kind of a 
it's just that they're cloaked on the way in. So it's not they're not actually cloaked. It's more uh, thematic wise. It's more that they don't know where you are. But then, yeah. so it's not until the end phase that if um, if you're cloaked, um, if there's an enemy ship, so you could probably you can get through one round of combat of kind of not having a a lock gained on you. So it means that guess what? That one round of the opening combat, Zam can't get a lock on you. But she wasn't going to get a lock on you anyway because you couldn't shoot her because you were cloaked. So it, yeah, it's. Hmm, I don't know how maybe, I feel about it. Maybe on like a load of low initiatives, um, you can come in, take a round of not getting shot, and then sort of decloak forwards fast, and maybe K turn over everything. But that's the only thing I can sort of see use for. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't see where it fits in at the moment, but it it might be amazing. Like it might be, there might be a really good silencer that you can put it on. Like I don't know, don't know. Just just don't see it yet myself. No, but I'm not a Aces silencer whisper type player. So who knows? So we'll just. I think the bomber one is the last spoiler that we haven't discussed already. Because I think those, let me just click on the Y wings and see. I think we've already talked about them two Y wings last the, week. The the bomber I quite like for the yeah the boost during the system phase. Well, that's great because it means you can um, drop a bomb and then boost, or boost and then drop a bomb. And it's also a white boost. Yep. Well, which is weird. Because no, it's a red boost. No, it's white. If it doesn't stay otherwise, it's white. Is it? Yeah, so obviously the boost on his action bar is red. But all mm-hmm. that says is during the system phase, you may perform a boost action. Do you remember if when I used to understand this if game? If it was red, it would have said... What, sorry? Do you remember when I used to understand this game? And be able to <laughs> These are, though, they're like the, the couple of things. They're like edge case rules. Like They don't necessarily make sense. But it's just the way it is. <laughs> like, why, why would it be fine if you boost first? Before you move, but not afterwards. Yeah, well, a lot of things in this game don't make sense, my friend. Yeah, that's fair. So anyway, uh, we've also got it on record that Darren just called me friend. Um, can't lie about that one anymore. Anyway, so so I, I referred to Ian earlier on as being promoted from marginally above being a scrub. <laughs> He's still a scrub. Yeah, he is still a scrub. But he knocks you out of cuts, so you know. He does quite consistently. Well, no, to be fair, I knocked myself out of cuts as well. So, <laughs> But you beat me in a final, Darren, so that's all that matters. This is true. And you've got a lovely little plaque for it. It could have been mine. It, it could have, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it's not. Guess what you're getting for a wedding gift, Ben? <laughs> not that. No, because I'm giving that to Emma. <laughs> Just to be extra harsh. Yep. <laughs> words. Don't let Ben look at this. <laughs> ben lost, scratched in the back. Yep. <laughs> so we've had an initiative two spoil for the new bombers. Um, it's called Grudge. I actually really like this guy. So while a friendly bomb or mine at range not to detonate, each time attack dice are rolled to resolve its effect, you may re-roll one of those dices. So that, yeah. that's, that seems really powerful. Yeah, that works really well with thermal detonators because you're only rolling one die. Um, 
uh, or, or even you know um prox um, mines because yeah, yeah. on two dice you're probably going to get one hit and usually eyeball or a blank yeah yeah, yeah. You know, right, right cool re-roll that eyeball rewards are always good in in like any capacity um dice modification is is great so you you're not exactly going to re-roll the ones that um yeah it, yeah you're gonna uh does it is it, is it re-roll one dice res- is it is it blank or is it on any dice results? Any, it just says you may re-roll up to one of those dice. Oh, good. So, and it's each time, each time you roll, isn't it? Yep. Which means that if you get hit by your own friendly bombs, you can re-roll the hits. Yeah. Yep, that's true. And thought about that one. It's a cheeky little bonus, but if you're getting hit by your own bombs, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's like if you. Well, it just means that actually you're not afraid if you get blocked. Yeah. Um, and there's not many ways to modify like bomb rolls at all, is there? I don't think, except Dooku. You've got Dooku, and I think and that's that, it. Really, I think that is it. Does no? Um, what's his face? Nim doesn't do anything with them anymore. No, um, he just holds them. First edition, it was Cad Bane that let you do rerolls, wasn't it? Yeah, Cad Bane's the boost now. Yeah, Cad Bane's boost now, but in first edition, he was the you could reroll dice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we'll see a lot of this guy. Yeah, yeah, and he's not like I. I think that I don't think the bombers will be lower than two. I think you might get one of them that's like a one, possibly if there's a, a named pilot that's for some reason wants to be a. A uh, like a blocker type thing, yeah. Um, I think two's fine for them. Like, you look at the uh, I can't remember what they're called now, Scimitar Squadron Bombers or whatever they are in that's right, the uh, high fighter ones in the tie bo- in the tie bomber. Like, they're twos, um, they're great. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they. Have we had a spoil? Ah, yeah, it's got a spoil of what the action bar is as well. So it's got tech. It doesn't have a sensor slot. Um, can take a gunner, torpedoes, missiles. I don't know whether they're going to do, you know, like they did with the droid bomber, where they had like special loadout configurations. Where I hope so, because that's it's really interesting when they do that. It is because it, it makes them very different ships. Um, whether they do or not, we've not had enough spoiled on it, but. Um, It'd be good if they did, but um, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, the first order cadet comes with a, a talent slot, so like the, the first order cadet, I assume. I don't know first order cadet is pilot skill three, mm-hmm. so this guy is a lower initiative. From look, at, it's from saying this. This says there's generics, but it says there's two different generics, so there could be a lower one. But is there really something that's lower than a first order cadet? Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. It could be high, it could be lower. I don't know. I yeah. just know I just know that there is another generic. Fair enough. Well, that's what the document says anyway. I mean I don't know. I didn't come here to read. It could be nonsense. <laughs> this the um, there's also a, a new talent coming with back, which is for ties only, and it must have the reload action. So a bit of Imperial love there as well. 
Uh, after an enemy ship executes a maneuver, if it is range zero one of a friendly device, you may acquire a lock on that ship, ignoring range restrictions. So that that seems quite good as well. Probably more on the bombers, uh, maybe punishers and things. I'm thinking punisher with trajectory simulator. Yeah, that's more I'm thinking. But obviously, you you don't need to be trajectory simulator in the bomb yourself. You no. Just need to- the bomb out there. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one, and it's it's acquire a lock, so there's nothing to stop you uh, so you're ignoring range restrictions. So, again, if you've dropped a bomb behind you, and then you've done your little boost from your ship ability, and then you've done a K-turn, like yes, you're moving first, but you can you've still got some mods there. You can still acquire a lock because it doesn't matter if you're stressed. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether we'll see. I don't think it'll be used in the first order. I think you're going to see it with like we were saying in uh, bombers, but and maybe some sort of alpha strike list. But again, how is it an alpha strike if you're having to? throw points onto like you're effectively putting upgrades onto onto things and hoping other things happen i didn't phrase that very well but <laughs> like you you're putting points onto a um you're putting points on a ship that and then having to spend bombs and then the enemy's going to have to land near those bombs for you to acquire a lock on them. There's a lot I, of. I didn't say it was good. I just said you could. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, like, I mean, maybe the heavy. I mean, I can't even remember what the heavy does. The, the model is really nice, but I've I have no clue what any of them I do. Um. So the heavy, it's got cannons built in and stuff like that. So has, you it, could... has it got a reload action though? Oh, it's a rotate. So no, the heavy can't take it. Yeah. So like I, said, I think it's only the bombers, uh, both factions, and the Punisher. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you've got the bomber, the Punisher. The aggressor doesn't have a reload. Nope. Again, it's... Ah, oh, the alpha class isn't a tie. <laughs> no, like I say, it'd be it'd probably be okay. Um, you'll see it on a couple of jousting squads. It it'll probably catch some people off off guard. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have to be. They don't have to. It doesn't have to be their friendly device. Like it doesn't have to be the coming from that ship. So you could have some synergy with it, where it's kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Don't no, <laughs> no. Yeah. It might be okay on something. Shall we have a little look at the? Um, should we just look at the top eight of the Lone Star Open? Yeah, why not? Let's, we've got Mitch H. So it's going to take a little bit of searching because the lists aren't. It's not quite together. Is that it? Just like us. <laughs> well, I can start off with the first one if you want. Is it Mitch Hurst? I think I've got that up as well. But you can read it because it looks like Tom Reed's uploaded this list and it's all over the place. Is it written in crayon and feces? 
<laughs> do you know every time we go to an event tom just takes a picture of his list and goes there you go figure it out i mean like so i've just posted up for the sift taker open literally do the url import from yasby or launch bay that's all you need to do don't need to free text it don't need to do xws imports pictures just put cut and paste that in and it formats perfectly and but yes i, I will go through this one so we have Harrison Dula and Ahsoka Tano, so that looks like two A-Wings. Ahsoka has got Instinctive Aim, Proton Rockets. You've got Wedge and Tiddies, uh, Predator Pro Proton Rockets, so I imagine that's the A-Wing version as well. Garvin uh, with Proton Torps, uh, S-Foils, so that will be the X-Wing Garvin, and that is it. So essentially uh, a four-ship Rebel, but with... Three A wings, uh, one of which is Ahsoka for those uh, force coordinate. Uh, you've got Hera for passing tokens around, Garvin for just being a pain it's with his around. focus. Yeah, and Wedge, uh, Wedge with Predator and Proton rockets could be uh, a real pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it seems okay. Yeah. Um, it. Do you think it's better than? The sort of the Heritani list that's been going around. Um, I think it's 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 different. I, I wouldn't say it's good or bad. Uh, it perhaps suits his playstyle better. Um, yeah, I, re I recognise his name. I've seen his name quite a lot. Well, so I, I don't Mitch, know him personally. Mitch Hurst played. I shared a room. Well, shared the house with him at um, Worlds. Oh, is he something to do with the Minox set? Uh, sort of. He's got like admin status with the Minox, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, he um, he flew at Denver. He flew uh, against Andrew Knuckles, first order, and in the match leading into the final, he had to five straight with quick draw through a rock to take damage, triggering uh, his ability. But after. <laughs> And like a what was it? It was a an afterburners boost as well <laughs> um, to manage to just get to Wedge to then be able to shoot him in the engagement phase before Wedge could move. <laughs> uh, and it won him the game. So it's the five. Star legend. It was it was a beautiful thing to watch. It's one of those where a certain order of things had to happen for it to work, and it just did. No, I rec like I recognise. Isn't he in the XTC team as well? Uh, for North Mexico, uh, possibly. <laughs> so he only lost to. Interestingly, he his only loss was to another Garvin, Hera, Ahsoka, Wedge, um, that came in at one nine four. Uh, I think what it dropped there was it dropped. A proton rockets from Wedge, uh, but took patience on Ahsoka as well. So interesting that it, it was kind of a similar build around that point. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that we're starting to see A wings again, though. Like Rebel A wings as well. Yeah, Rebel A wings are good. So we we didn't see them for a long time, except Jake. Yeah, and yeah. That's that bloody Mooney's fault. It is that bloody. <laughs> Um, next one up is uh, Joel Killingsworth. I believe you know him, Darren. He is a Birmingham Baron. He is. 
not the good Birmingham. Oh, I'm lying, our Birmingham's awful. There isn't. There isn't <laughs> Birmingham. People like Tom Reader from there. It's a race to the bottom when it comes to Birmingham, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, he's so, from the... Uh, what is it? The sister, the sisterly love? No, I'm thinking of brotherly love in uh, Philadelphia, but uh, yeah, may- maybe sisterly love. Cousin love, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he was flying uh, one, two, three, four, five, six barons of the Empire Um all with disciplined, two with tracer threads, and four with prockets. Yeah, it's a list we've seen a lot now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, I it's, mean, it's, it's, yeah, solid it's list. good. Uh, next up, we've got Tyler uh, Tippett, the giant. Um, and he's flying a sort of a mixed Imperial squad. So you've got Nash Windrider, and you've got one, two, three strikers with disciplined. And he's got two of the barons of the empire with disciplined um, all the filth. He's very good with tie strikes as well, isn't he? He's flying yeah. a lot. He, he plays Imperials quite a lot, so he's flown strikers a fair bit. Um, Discipline's a great card, like for its points. Well, and the, and the thing is, though, you got the uh, the trigger with Nash as well. So not only when you kill uh, one of, say, the black squadrons or barons, do they. Does that trigger discipline for everything else and at range three? But then Nash says, "Well, you don't die until you get to yeah. shoot." That ship sticks around. Yeah. Does it trigger its own discipline? By the way, I think it's other friendly, uh, other friendly ships. But I'd have to double check to be honest. Yeah, you don't you don't discipline yourself. I mean, I do, but whatever. Some people are into that, but uh, <laughs> people pay extra for it. Yeah, so um, disciplined after another friendly ship at range 0-3 is destroyed. If that ship is limited or has the discipline upgrade, you may perform a target lock or barrel roll action. So okay. you, yeah, you, I mean, can't, you can't benefit from your own, but you still get to shoot, which is good. It is nice. It's, again, it's sort of a mix of a lot of the Imperialists we're seeing right now, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, and I think the Black Squadrons will be... Uh, are they the PS4 Strikers? I don't know. Initiative the four. They're not. They're not the basic ones because that's the planetary sentinels, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's still a a, a decent uh, sort of level of initiative. There, not uh, the basic one. They are three. So they'll be three. they'll be the same as the barons. And I think yeah. is Nash a two or is he a three? I think Nash is a two. I think he's a two, but I'm assuming he just keeps Nash arsing around at the back, not getting really involved. I mean, Nash is still a three die gun. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's also squishy. But then if he dies, he triggers discipline. So yeah, yeah, fair. So no, it's good. It's a, it's a, a solid list and a bit bit left field. It's not it's not something you'd necessarily expect to see, but it's uh, got stuff that we're seeing a lot of. Yeah, so, I mean, Nash adjacent. <laughs> Yeah, Nash has been on the rise a little bit since they came out. Um, he's very much like a um, a lighter version of Warthog. Yep. Um, Warthog obviously being able to keep all the ships alive if it's limited um, until, until the end of the round. Um, whereas, yeah, uh, Nash is a little bit more limited in terms of it's just, just one ship. But um, I mean, in, in fairness, if you're losing more than one ship around, you're probably losing anyway. Yeah, fair. even if even if you get that extra shot, it's you know it's two guns off the table, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I get I get that. 
Um, but yeah, Nash is at forty points as well. He's pretty darn cheap. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then yeah, the the Black Squadrons probably don't see them as much, but um, the the Barons we see a lot of. But yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, next up, we've got Duncan, who's Who? turned his back on the Empire. I don't know Duncan Howard, whoever he is. I I um, think I remember Jeremy Howard, but. <laughs> he was good once um but yeah so he's, he's got scum uh but a different kind of scum um well i'll say different kind we've still got bosk we've still got zam uh gamut key Greedo, false transponder codes and cutthroat all it, it's a fairly standard-ish bosk build now uh with zam and Greedo in there and then everything else is kind of flavor to taste Mm. Um, he's got old Terok with hull upgrade and predator, which I really like, uh, and it works well with Paylob, who's in the Hawk um, with Protectorate Gleb and Mouldy Crown. So Paylob, we've not seen as much of recently, but I think it'd be quite useful in the meta at the moment because we've got things like the the Rebels with their token sharing and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you can get rid of quite a lot of tokens there, can't you? Because you can yeah, steal got- one. And jam Terok. one off, and yeah. then Terok off some. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, no, um, oh, go on. Those three things combined really start to strip kind of tokens out of things, um, be it kind of swarms or um, the the rebel token stacking shenanigans that we've seen recently. Also, there with Paylob, he can stop a lot of the prockets that we're seeing right now. Yep, because I think that happens at the start of the engagement phase, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pay- you can see what's where and then go, you've got no token. <laughs> yeah, and, and old Tarot can do the same. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's... He is, I give Duncan that. He's good at reading the meta, isn't he? Yeah, uh, and it only stops things like um, Tracer Threads, which the Barons are using quite a lot. Yeah. Because um, obviously two of them have got uh, Tracer Threads in the, the standard six Barons list. You've got two with tracer threads. Well, all of a sudden, if Paylob steals one and Terok swipes the other, um, well, then you can fire your prockets if you've got Arc, but it's only going to be single modded. Yeah, that's good. I hadn't thought about tracer threads. No, it's it's an interesting list. I mean, obviously, we've seen the Bosk side of it a lot, but we haven't seen Paylob for a long time. Obviously, we saw him a lot at the start of 2.0. Yeah, his points have fluctuated, and people now are at the moment are tending more towards Torkill if he's in with a swarm because um, you drop something and then you just annihilate it. Or Dace Bone Arm, only for the reason that uh, Marcel flew it and it won something. But that's purely for the fact that he's um, Initiative 4, Pilot Skill 4. I can never remember now. Is it Pilot Skill? Is it Initiative? Do I care? No. Um, <laughs> It's initiative now. Initiative four. Yeah. Um, so he was flying at the same time as um, Bosk and as uh, Teltavera. So that kind of synergizes well that you've got you've got order of operation choices that you can do. Um, I've not really seen much of Kane, and I know when he first came out, I saw a little bit of him, but um, yeah, you see him off and on. And. Um, yeah, we saw him with a load of tugboats as well. Have you just walked away from your microphone? I did. Yes, I was getting a drink. 
<laughs> he just just disappears off and we just hear his little voice in the background. <laughs> I, oh, just gra- I was just grabbing something from behind me. <laughs> I thought if I just started talking louder, I'd get away. No. no. <laughs> oh, well. On the plus side, I'm not thirsty anymore. This is true. Uh, anyway, so the next one we've got is Steve Holt. Um, it's it's Django Zam. Um, it's not really much more to say on that, is there? Nope. Uh, this one's slightly different. He's got Season Navigator on Django. Oh, has it? I didn't even look. I just saw Django Zam on that. Yeah, he's got Season um, Navigator. Which one is Season Navigator? Is that the... The, really the dial? Oh, that's actually... No. That That's quite interesting, though, isn't it? I, I bet that won him a lot of games. Mm, possibly. I mean, it's a, it's changing your dial at Initiative Six. It's always yeah. good. Yeah, it's it, it's like um, classic slave one. Yeah, except it's I six instead of five. Yeah, yeah, but it increases the difficulty. So you know, pluses yeah. and minuses. But we all know how hard Bobber was to block. Yeah. I'm just going to dial in a hard turn. You can't block them all. Um, this uh... it's got Robbie Goodhue um, again and Bosk. We've seen a lot of Bosk. Bosk good now. It's nice to see. Yeah, um, I mean, I really like the ship. I like the way it looks. <coughs> Excuse me. It's I mean, Bosk. The YB six six. What's got me into the game? Like, Is I. Yeah, I, I love the ship. I love how it looks. Um, I won my first store event using that and some Y wings and some Z ninety fives, like back in first edition, just because I love the ship. Um, yeah, so it's Busk, Cutthroat, Zam, Gamut Key, Greedo, false transponder codes, pretty standard load out there. But then we've got Joy Rekoff with Cutthroat and Ion Torpedoes, which is kind of like a mini wedge. Uh, Genesis Red, Cutthroat, Proton Torpedoes, and then Lando in the Escape Craft, which you can do some shenanigans there, can't you? Because, again, Genesis... yeah, they're, again, they're all pilot skill four. Yeah. So you can do things like move Genesis, um, do a barrel roll or something, then come in with Lando, coordinate the target. Then get all the tokens. Yep, yep. Not only that, you could technically. Um, is it is Genesis Red focus and evade, or is it all green tokens? It's only focus and evade, I think, because you can't get calculates. I'm sure. But I'd have to actually look. Same number of focus and evade tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know whether you could do something silly like uh, lock Bosk and pick up a uh, good old uh, reinforce. I think yeah, I'm never, I didn't think about locking your own ship. That's not yeah, bad yeah. if you if you reach for the lock if you're not sure about it. Yeah, if it doesn't reach, you just lock your own ship. So <laughs> like uh, he doesn't does he have a. Uh, does he have a mouldy crow in that list? No, no, because there's no hawks. Ah, okay, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't seen the list. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. so Lando's in the escape craft, which it's nice because Lando's kind of got a 
Lando can be double modded if he needs to be. With his baked in pilot ability. I mean, I know he's only a little two dice gun, but you know, certain times he becomes a three dice gun, doesn't he? So, yeah, Lando Lando's purely there for a little coordinate action. Oh yeah, um, and again, you've got you've got cutthroat in there, so you've got reloading of torpedoes, of ion torpedoes, of force transponder codes. Um, hell, you can even get Zam charges back with it. Like there's a lot of good things that you can get from from use of cutthroat. It's interesting that out of the the three uh, the three packs that came out, the the generic talent slots, we've not really seen the rebel one. I can't even remember what the rebel one was. Hopeful is it? Yeah, some. Yeah, the, the problem with hopeful is you get a focus and it doesn't stay. Target lock stay. Charges stay. I think that's why you don't see a lot of it. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Uh, hopeful. After another friendly ship at zero to three is destroyed, if that ship is limited or has the hopeful upgrade, you may perform a focus or a boost action. The boost's useful, but the you're right. the The charges stay. the The barrel or you've got to reposition the target lock stays. Um, and the other thing that people don't necessarily use um, uh, cutthroat for is removing a red token or an orange token, so you can you can get rid of someone's lock. That's on you, or you can um, remove get rid of your stress, get rid of your stress, or or an ion, or there's whatever. Of, yeah, whatever's red or orange. That's that's how it works. I think that's that's the problem in it is that the the cutthroat one and um, discipline is multi-use. Yeah. Whereas the rebel one is certain situations it might be really good, but you don't have the choice there. It's not like a little toolbox upgrade, is it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's definitely of less use than uh, than cutthroat and uh, dedicated. But um, no, I like this list. It's um, I was just thinking it's the sort of list I I would fly that list. Yeah, well, Joe Rekoff is in a fang. Um, you've got cutthroat. You've got ion torpedoes. Joy, obviously, you can spend a charge to make them roll one fewer dice. Yep. Again, that's great. That you back. Or it gives it you back. Or, you know what, sometimes you can just fire eye on torpedoes. <laughs> Someone would be very shocked if you did that. I bet it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> no. I mean, nobody likes to be ironed off the board if a fire spray puts itself in the wrong position. Eye on yeah. torpedo it. It's actually, we have a, a really early video on our YouTube channel of um, Will having to fly Bobber off the board. Good. <laughs> um, so we go up into the, the, we're in the final now. So we've got second was uh, Ryan Stanazowski. I think he's from the Gold Squadron podcast, isn't he? Stanazowski. That's it. Um, so he's got Shakti, Patience Tractor, 37B Jedis. Um, who knew Force was good? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, out of the uh, ETA pack, I think we're seeing that Shakti is the most... Um, I can't think of the word now. You can fit her in lots of different places. Compared to sort obviously crit, but Annie is good. Yeah, yeah. But I think you get a lot more use out of Shakti. And and that, that ship's basically there. It's a full support ship. You know, you patience every turn. If you need to, it doesn't matter. You you just want your full. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, tractor beam, it's free. So, no, jamming beam's free. Tractor beam, yeah. okay. 
Um, the thing is with the tractor beam is you only have to, and, and against a lot of small base ships, although you might patience to roll your dice down to two, you only need to hit with one of them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it doesn't hit and someone has to spend a mod, you've got your money's worth. Yeah, it's, it's there to kind of make you spend or a force multiplier. And then if it does hit, well, someone's going to have a sad time when the Jedi's rolling. Oh, yeah. Lobbing three dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very simple list, but... Well, not simple, but, you know, like, you can see what it's designed to do. There aren't that many moving parts. It's all about how you fly it as opposed to yeah. the things that it does. Is that what uh, you meant? Yes. But you said it more nicely without me sounding like I'm playing down. <laughs> nicely. Mm. <laughs> I know. Let's find this last list because uh, this guy went um, undefeated across the whole thing. Yep. Which is always impressive. Andrew Baldock. Yep. Yeah, he so, was flying something weird. I mean, there, there is Zam in there, so that seems to be the the go-to thing at the moment, doesn't it? But still, it's it's a definitely an interesting list. So you've got Grievous with Treacherous, Impervium Plating, and Solus One. You've got Zam ship, like he, he is absolutely a phenomenal ship. And oh, people yeah. really don't look at him and go, "That's a decent ship," but he's phenomenal. Like so cheap for his points, and he's either pointing at you, and he's probably got an offensive mod. Or he's running away from you, and he's got a defensive mod. Happy days. And if you do manage to pop that crit through, it might just be... Is it a pilot one? I can't remember. Uh, no, if it's a ship. A ship one, oh. and he just goes, nah, I don't feel like it, thanks. Oh, look, I got a direct. No, you didn't. <laughs> nope. Uh, and then he's got Zam Wessel with Treacherous, Proton Rockets, Dooku, Thermal Debts, False Transponder Codes, and a hull upgrade. And then just two Trade Federation drones. Like, I, I wouldn't have picked that as a winning list. No, I wouldn't. I'd have gone. <laughs> that looks like a junk tank list. <laughs> yeah, it, it does look like you've hit random on uh, Yasby and gone. All right, I'll change a few cards here. Like, to, to the biggest more... surprise to me is the proton rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, okay, it gives you a little bit of a punch, but yeah, but I mean. Treacherous. Uh, I guess you can reload it with the vultures, but hey, he clearly knows how to fly it. He clearly does well with it. He went undefeated yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it must be good. he must be good with it because he went undefeated yeah. across both days, and he can't just say, "Well, he missed some bad matchups" because he must have hit all sorts. Yeah, absolutely. Like a similar list to this is. Zam Grievous Chertek or Zam Grievous and Brewer or Brewer. I can't say that one's name. The the the, the, the I'm an I five. Yeah, the I five. <laughs> um, the I'm an I five, and nobody knows what my ability is because it doesn't matter because no one ever uses it. Um, <laughs> it's something to do with cal- red calculates and locks and some other shenanigans. But eff- effectively, you flying for the five. Um, yeah, the the similar list that goes around is that, and rather than that, it's got two Trade Federation drones. Why not? I'm They're hoping both. to catch some of the... Because I know Gold Squadron did stream this event. Um, I'm yeah. hoping to see some of his games, just to see how it flies. I mean... Well, some of them, and the, the Trade Federation drones were just doing work. Like, 
they were either getting in the way and just being a nuisance, or they were just chipping away at like range three and going, eh, take a damage. Eh. Yeah, I've also heard that he, he doesn't tend to fly them together either. Nope, flies them kind of apart. Like he'll fly the two Trade Federation drones. I think in one of the game he flew them together, Grievous on a flank and Zam on the other. But then, like, in the games, they were just splitting up and going all over. But he was doing a really good job of making sure that they were in range of each other. Um, it, 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 it was flown really well. Um, yeah, it, it just it, it did work. But you look yeah. at it and go, there's not one piece there that's kind of a... Uh, I've got to go for that. Like, if you go for Zam, probably going to have a bad time of things because you've then got Grievous... And two droids just come in hunting for you. And then Zam's still gonna proc at you. And then she's still gonna be able she's still got Dooku built in. She's still got bombs for when she's then running away. Um Yeah. Yeah, interesting list. Yeah, I mean again, I'd like to see it done and I would never have picked this as the winning list, but fair play to him, he must have flown his socks off. Yeah, I mean looking at his rounds, he went two hundred to forty. 200 to 96, 200 to 138, 272, and then his round five was 155 to 96. So there's a lot of destructions there, isn't there, really? Yeah. Yeah. More than you would have expected. Yeah, I mean, okay. 40 is the two droids. Uh, I'm just trying to work out what the, the point split breakdown looks like. Because, um, yeah, 40 is the two droids, easily. Um what have we got? A 96. That's Grievous and the two droids. Can't see any other way of that split. No, that means Zam's untouched. Uh, Last, one... Last isn't my strong point. <laughs> 138. That's a tricky one. That's got to be yeah, half. half. Yeah, there's got to be like half of Zam, Grievous, and a droid. Yeah, yeah, half of half of half of Zam Grievous and then a droid. Guess you're one thirty eight ish. So yeah, there's, there's, like they've done some work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, it'd be interesting to watch it and well played too. Um, think that's it for this week, isn't it, mate? I believe so. I think we'll probably have a bit of um, post event. Uh, chat next week um, after the Sift Taker open, perhaps with the winner on. Uh, I'll be on it anyway, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to laugh too much there. You'll be, uh, you'll be hosting then, Ben. Well, let's, let's be oh, honest. Sorry, mate. You'll be, you'll be hosting. <laughs> well, it'll be a great event report because we'll all be sober, so you know. We'll, we'll remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop rubbing it in. Oh, dear. No, I'm going to the pub across the road. In fact, can can that be t- can table one be based in the pub? Well, so you've, well, you've got an inspiration to do well. Well, that would be the funny funny thing is that you know normally we uh, don't get many drops from our events because everyone like well we'll just stay you know we can stay and just play casually. But I imagine the drop rate might start to get quite uh, significant towards the end of the day. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I'll stick around on Sunday if um, if I don't make cut. I'll probably bow out earlier. I'll probably come and say hello to people, but. Um, yeah. Means if I slap someone this time, I can't use the excuse I was drunk. 
Yeah, but I probably deserve it if you do. Yeah, you probably, <laughs> you probably paid for it. <laughs> right, um, Tim, have you got any shout-outs, mate? Hey there, old. Uh, just before we go, a uh, quick message from myself, and uh, this is actually a day later and just before I upload the podcast, uh, I just thought I'd give you a bit of an update on the uh, the Sif Taker open Saturday night. Uh, so I've uh, had quite a productive chat with uh, Jerry from the Blossoms uh, pub, which is about a five-minute walk uh, from the venue. The Blossoms uh, band took their name from this pub, so it's, it's quite well-known and sort of stopport for live music. And basically, we've booked the function room in the in, in the pub uh, for about 30, 40 people on the Saturday night. Uh, so anybody that's coming to the event uh, will speak to you on the day, uh, on Saturday, and hopefully we can arrange for everybody to go out. Uh, they basically said, uh, we can order food in, uh, we've got the function room to ourselves, uh, and we can basically stay there from sort of whenever we get there till... Uh, whatever time they kick us out on their late license. So uh, all is not lost. And a big thanks to Jerry and the Blossoms Pub for accommodating us. Darren? Really don't, to be honest. Like, no, no shout-outs at all. I've, I have got one there, and I hate being nice to him, but I'm going to give a shout-out to Tom Reed because we had a few, I think we had like three or four practice games together on uh, Wednesday, and they were, they were just really good. You know, learning games. We only played up to like sort of till the point where we realised we could tell who was probably going to win, and then we just rewrapped. It was really good. I think we both managed to lock in on our lists for the Sift Taker opening. That is that because by the point you got to the engagement, his little T Rex arms couldn't reach the other side of the board. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they were, they were good games. As much as we insulted each other before we started, oh, I'm glad. I think that's it from me. Yeah. So, um, right, we'll leave it there then. So it's uh, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Darren. Yeah, sorry about all the editing, Tim. Bye. <laughs> goodbye for Tim. Goodbye. And we'll see you all next time. Maybe I can talk better as well. Maybe I can talk better as well. Oh, great proper. Great <laughs> meat proper me. I'm well not with it today. I can't even um I can't even blame work so I've not been in work today. Well that killed it. <laughs> Is it dead? No, no, we're still going. You just killed the conversation, I think. That's because I'm talking I mean, nonsense. <laughs> I know you have that effect then. <laughs> um <laughs>